I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to Crime Club, hosted by me, Jack Beaumont, erstwhile criminal and lifelong prick. Crime Club is where people tell their most fucked up stories, involving either good old-fashioned law-breaking or just appalling behaviour. Although if you can blend a generous helping of both, then that really is perfection. In this, the first ever episode, we'll be hearing from a pair of graffiti writers. They've been nicked all over Europe and have very kindly agreed to tell me about it. You'll be hearing from them after this. Do you want an alias, by the way? Should we give you an alias, or do you not give a shit? Um, call me Steve. Steve and Gerald. So let's we just crack on with the juicy shit. What's the nuttiest things that's happened to you? There's so many, but did you not kick a policeman in the head? Yeah, that was in uh, when was that? I was 17. Wait, was I 17 or 19? I think I might have been 19 actually. And anyway, like fucking, I'm with my mate, and we've gone to do uh, which is a, a train. Um, fucking sidings out in, I think it's in somewhere, isn't it? Anyway, so we've got there after, I think we were kind of like, after fucking doing bits and bobs in the day working or something. So it must have been like six o'clock by now. And we we're getting on the train, go up there. The yard looks nice, but we walk in a fucking obvious way in front of all the workers. It's summertime, we're just like, yeah, fuck it, like, stupid. Painting the yard, do our thing, everything's good. Do lovely pieces, film it, take pictures, go back over. You have to cross some little kind of mini fucking river or whatever. What do they call the quaggy? Creek. Creek. You have to cross one of them, like, in, like, by making little stepping stones and blah, blah. Anyway, we've come out, and just as we're walking out of where you get out from the train yard, this fucking BTP just, like, start pulling up behind us real slowly, driving behind us. It's the bully van, just thinking, fuck. Looking at my boy, like, what are you saying, bro? What, what should we do? Like, he's just like, dark. So I've just run right in front of the fucking police car. Like, so if you imagine I'm on the pavement, he's pulling up, like, on the right of me. So I've just darted across it. My mate's gone left, just split up. I've just got on a mad chase. Like, at first, just like two guys started running after me, but then it like quickly changed into one. I think one guy wasn't on it, it was fat or some shit. 
So I'm like running down, like jumping over these fences, yeah, and a fucking BTP right behind me, this big fucking bald Nazi looking cunt is right behind me, like panting, like <laughs> jumping over the fences with me. I'm like, fuck, this guy's on it. So I'm like jumping, and then I get to like one spiky gate, and I've like jumped over it, but like fucking got like my foot caught as I falling down so like I was like up like that kind of upside down my head like kind of touching the floor and the guys like run up behind me and try to like you know pull my legs back over so with the with the foot that's still got a shoe on I've just booted him in the face he's like falling back fucking come off <laughs> like pulled myself off the fence whilst he's kind of recovering himself and then just like darted off and he, I just saw him, like, look back briefly, and he was just like, fucking, fuck that fence, like, I'm not even going to do that. So he started running another way, trying to, like, fucking catch me some other way. So I thought, fuck, fuck it, there's a garden fence. I've jumped over this garden fence, like, landed in the bush, yeah? But then I've looked up, and there's just an old man doing his gardening in the garden, yeah? I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> He's looking at me with his pitchfork, like, what the fuck? I'm just like, oh, shit. Pitchfork. Man, uh, someone's chasing me. He's just like, what? I was just like, yeah, some guy's trying to mug me. He's just like, oh. Like, didn't say anything. I was just like, fuck. So I was just like, fuck this guy. So I've darted out the back of his fence, like, fucking looked back. He just looked bewildered. And so now I'm in the next person's garden, and I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm in the garden. I'm thinking, oh, fuck, another person coming out. So I've, like, jumped over the front fence, which goes onto their, like, fucking little, um, what do you call it? Driveway. Driveway, exactly, yeah. And I was like, I've seen the blue lights, like, on the left coming towards me. So I was like, fuck. I'm cotton under the car in the driveway, yeah, but then the woman's come out, his crib it is, it's like, get out, I'm under my car. <laughs> so I was just like, fuck. So I'm just like trying to be like, no, fuck off. But then the feds are like pulling up slowly and then like she's clocked at who I am, like because the police are out like looking for someone and she's like, oi, he's under the car. I was like, fuck, I've gotten, I've gotten like scrambled under the car. Like, tried to go back into this woman's garden, like, fuck you guys. Like, got halfway up the fence, but then two of them just jumped out of the car, dragged me down. Pulled me into the car, like roughed me up on the way, and then yeah, took me back to the station. Did you get done for that? Yeah, <clears throat> but like fucking luckily, I got away quite nicely. But I did have to do about, in the end, about two hundred and fifty hours community service. I got like five hundred pound fine. Got probation for fucking half a year, and yeah, that was about it. What was the community service painting for? Fences, chipping and painting fences. No, right? loads of stuff, mate. I was doing community service from when I was like fifteen to fucking. 19 or some shit every now and then i get some more hours and shit all for really really small small minor crimes like just like 200 hours here 50 hours there 150 hours there sometimes like i would get more hours put on yeah it was fucking long gerald you've been nicked have you yeah graffiti or just other crimes uh, graffiti, yeah, yeah. Was that a particularly good story, or did you just get caught and shoved in a cell? Um, they're not quite as dramatic as that. There's a couple just like stupid, really drunk, or like on Mandy or something, just doing tags, then you get nicked. It's just so dumb. Well, what about the time when we were in and you gave me your bag of diz? He's giving oh, me yeah. a bag of diz, yeah. And I've just like, done. Oh, do you mind holding this? I'm just like, what for? It's like, I don't it's, it's, only, it's only the cretins left in the fucking baggie. <laughs> and he has asked me to hold it. And then, like, he's well, done I remember some we went in the shop and we were like, is it razorable? Like, looking around, is it razorable? And then, then just like fucking, like, two police come in, like, yeah, the one in the brown jacket. And we just yeah. both got grabbed. We got grabbed for him doing tags outside the fucking club. I believe it's like someone has punched me in the face as well. We just had a fight with fucking, we had a, like, 
Like knees punched you in the face. I think it was him. It was his mate's like rap show. Yeah, yeah, it might be right. So anyway, after that, we kind of stumbled back, got into the fucking beer shop, got some cars, like, yeah, fuck it, we'll go have a go at him, like... But then, like, before we got there, just, like, the feds fucking skirted up on us. And we got nicked and you got away with it, you cunt. And it came up well, as... I, her- I, it ca- I, had the, I had the fucking empty bag, empty bag, yeah, and they've said that... For, I was stone-cold sober, too, yeah? And fucking... I didn't do any tags, I didn't do anything. I was just up in here, I got punched in the face, like... But they've said that the bag is heroin and they've tested my fucking... Tested me and said that I've got heroin in my system. So then they're like... Do you need any of it now? No, no, none of it. So So it's just just like... like, So, yeah, it's fully light. And they're just like, yeah, this is in your system. That's heroin. Like, you're nicked. Like, it's happened a few times. Any opportunity, and then they'll try and strip search you just because it kind of embarrasses you, I guess. But I remember being real hard on man, like higher man, and it's like one of them was a bit gay looking, like, <laughs> swinging my dick, going like, ooh, yeah, you like, like this. But you, did you get in, did they end up charging you for heroin? Yeah, they did. And was that, I, I imagine that was a couple of more community hours when you sent this? No, 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 that was just only two. a 200 pound fine because it was just possession of heroin. It's not like a massive thing, innit? All right. Grand, Grand Club. Well, yeah, it's in, it in Poland, in Warsaw. And bought loads of these fucking weird, uh, like, legal, or semi-legal, I don't know, Valium off the internet. I was doing loads of them, going around doing tags and stuff. And these two proper jobs were every cunts, like, shouting at me for doing it. And I was, like, apologising, like, OK, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And they just wouldn't give it up. And started trying to grab me. One of them was trying to call the police, one of them was trying to grab me. And uh, so I started running, and they just just fucking chasing me for so like, Well, I was probably running really slowly. Not really, like, um, I was, I was only that bit. Why were they chasing you? Because I was just doing doing graph, oh, right. just on the street. But and what then, kind of um, gear? Spray or a pen or what? Um, spray, 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 spray. The old spray gone. And then, um, but yeah, it's just like the fucking, just like covered all, all, all terrain. Like, so they're chasing me, and then come up to a train track. So like, okay, go over that. Like trains coming one side so I like ran over the track train went past me and then fell in like a big massive thorn bush and then the train goes past and they're just both at the top of the track like laughing at me in the thorn bush run away from there then like run around the corner like hide around the car one of them just kind of like comes out and he's still on the phone to the police like going I'm on blah 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 avenue and like pointing at me under the car like I'm just probably just like really like high I guess or like or valiant whatever trying to run away they're still laughing at me and then ran down then you know like like say like the Blackwall Tunnel ran down, like, the equivalent of the Blackwall Tunnel, and I'm just, like, running in the middle of the road, trying to, like, swing in between cars, but there's two of them, so one's just on one side, one's on the other side, so I'm not losing them at all. And then got to, like, a, like one of the fire exit doors, and I got to the door, and they're, like, kind of trying to hold the door open, chase out to it. I remember shouting, like, oh, fuck you, you Polak, which is, like, shouldn't have said, like, it's just fucking racist word, basically. Pretty unnecessary, yeah. Really unnecessary, stupid, just, like, fucking drunk. And then he was, like, oh, OK. And then, uh, they, I don't know, like, really took it on themselves. And then ran up, ran back onto like the beach where everyone was having a party. Sat down, was like managed to lose him in the crowd. Sat down, was around the people like, okay, I'm your friend for five minutes. Said, okay, ah, and then just like stupid and drunk, I like, got this text. I was meant to meet someone. I was like, oh, where are you? Blah blah blah. Down there. Start walking down the beach to like meet them, and just loads of police jump out and grab me. And then the two guys are there, like, <laughs> sniggering at me. Put me in the back of the police car, and then when I'm in the back of the police car, like cuffed. Just like punched myself loads and loads in the face, 
And the guys, the two players, like, what are you doing? It's like, nothing, nothing. He just, like, kept punching myself in the eye. I remember, like, kind of going in, my knuckle, like, feeling about it because, like, I couldn't really feel the pain. What was the end game with that? Were you trying to get out? Yeah, there? I was, like, trying to basically, and then basically got there, and they got these things, like, drunk tanks, where they, if you're just too pissed, you get put in a drunk tank. So got this basically, it's like, basically like a big police cell with loads of beds in it. So get put in there, and they, get, they wake you up every couple of hours and breathalyze you. And then they keep bringing you, like, battered people in, like, proper drunk fat blokes and loads of homeless people, and they're sitting, like, <laughs> sitting next to you guys, like, coming, like, check people's heartbeats and stuff, make sure they're not dead. <laughs> and then eventually, like, come out and I, like, pass a breathalyzer test or something, so they let me go. And then I've got to wait for ages, and they take me to a police station. They've got, like, I had to wait for an interpreter. And I remember, like, the two blokes are there, because they're probably giving evidence as well. And as I've walked past them, they've, like, gone, like... <sighs> Like, like, made like, I don't know, like, shocked face. I haven't seen my face. And I've gone into this interview, and then I just basically claimed that they were like, they didn't like me being there. They didn't like me as an Englishman being there, and they, they were trying to beat me up. And they were trying to fucking, that's why I was running away. Like, I don't know about anything about graffiti. What do you mean about graffiti? They did this to my fucking face. And then, then they were like, and then they were just like really shot, like, oh, okay. And I was like, if you fucking take me to court, I'll take them to court. And then they let me go, and then didn't get any further charges. Was that your initial intention? With, with I, I can't really remember. I just like, got like a kind of vague memory of punching myself in the face, lads. Like, <laughs> well, either way, it turned out quite well. It so, the thing is, what about the geezer, the policeman that saw you punching you yourself in the head? No, they didn't see. That's in. That's what I mean. They're both sitting in front of me, and I'm like leaning behind his oh, his right. chair, going like bang, bang. Fucking hell! Oh, that's quite a good result, then, really. Yeah, it's quite silly though. I mean, Maybe I'll I mean, pay for that later in life. No, it's definitely silly. Questions have to be raised as to what uh, made you punch yourself in the head repeatedly for a period of time. But all's well that ends well, is what I'd say to that. Mm. Um, so they let you out. And uh, do you reckon the uh, the two the two uh, Polish oh. fellas faced disciplinary action for being a... I don't know, I doubt it. I doubt it. Oh, what a cut. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, quickly, quickly, we haven't got long. Please listen to the all-new Angelo Sandberry podcast. It's a funny one. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. There's so much muck in it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is another breath one, so we're in um, Berlin. Anyway, we're, we're, you were there, right? What? In the woods, in Berlin. Shift in the woods? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're in Berlin and we're like fucking... What a fucking ball. With a few of us. And we're trying to paint. And uh, we've met this Australian guy and asked him if he knows of any good places to paint. So we're like, all right, yeah. He tells us one place, says it's at the very end of the line. He's like, it's for a forest, but be careful at the forest, especially at night, because it's a wild boars. And years uh, before, we fucking... Remember, we were walking yeah. through forest after painting. We fucking... We heard mad shit in the woods. Yeah. We'd heard a few years before, we were also in Berlin in another part of the city, <coughs> in some other forest, and we heard a massive sound just near us in the forest, but we we couldn't quite work out what it was. Anyway, so we're, we've gone to this forest now, gotten, like, the last train or some shit out to the middle of fucking nowhere Is in Berlin. Is there a train yard there? For yeah, a yeah. big train yard. Right. And it kind of, like, it's it like kind of, like, backs into a forest, and the forest runs alongside of it. So anyway, we're walking down this forest. This is snowing. But it's snowing, and, like, and we're drunk. Like, you probably see our silhouettes and, like... Snowing, we're drunk, everyone's fucked up, it's very cold, and it's and everything's white, which is nice. We're fucking walking through this forest, and uh, sure enough, after a little while, we see a fucking, at first a baby boar, just run out into the track in front of us, like, and, like, squiggle away, and we're like, fuck. And then, like, a couple, couple seconds after, a big mama boar <laughs> ran out in front. I'm talking, this thing is fucking dense and massive. And just looks like a big ass scary creature at night. <laughs> so uh, we've like fuck, but the, the, we were like okay, but the boar seems to have kind of gone, so we continued anyway. Gotten down, sat in the bush for about an hour, looking at the trains. Everything looks alright. We're, we're not thinking anyone's going to be there because it's fucking blitz outside. Everything's all snowed on and shit. So we go up to the train, paint, paint nice panels, take our time. Everything's good. Take pictures, blah blah. blah. And then as we're exiting and we go back to the station for some stupid reason, the, like the forest, same station we came from. Same station we so came dumb. from. And we're sitting down and then we just see like these two bums walking towards us and we're like, all right, what are these guys saying? But then they start coming towards us and then they start storming. And we're like, fuck. And then they come right up to us, pull out their badges, grab us, put us on the wall and nick us. But they like fucking, could I try to put up a bit of, or they yeah, grabbed me they first. You up. They roughed you up. Yeah. And they like stood, like proper cold, and then they, like, like I just like, tried like to a, wriggle a bit. He done like a little suplex, not a suplex, yeah, but like, you know when they like kicked your leg out from behind him and, like, and then slammed stu- him on stood the ground. with my head, with, like his, his big boot on my head, <laughs> and like cold cement for like, I don't know, like 40 minutes. Yeah. And then he got me in a horrible position on the wall where he's standing on the back yeah. of my legs, like pushing my face up against the wall for ages as well. And for eight, like, ages in like minus, don't know. I'll take you down the, uh, the German. Then they took us down to Nick, but it was alright because they gave us cigarettes and McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, that's alright. We got yeah. little fag breaks, yeah. And did you get charged with something or what? Yeah, we got, we got some, some charges. Well, we bought like, it down the fine. We were like, we got, nah, we don't have that much money. Yeah. We got it down. So basically, what, what happened is our, is our friend who has a good job, he had to pay £1,000 for us to get a bail. 800 euros. 800 euros. I think it was 1000 when we, we bartered it down to yeah. 800 or some shit. So he's paid fucking 800 euros, gotten us out, but then we have a court date which we're supposed to return, which I, I personally didn't. So now when we go to Germany... Now there's a warrant out in, in Germany. And they've sent loads of letters to my house and shit, and my dad's German, so he's fucking screwing because he's <laughs> <doing> German letters. <laughs> like, 
But uh, now, with regards to Germany, we've got to go through fucking land borders. Can't fly in, I guess. Yeah, we'll go through we'll drive from Brussels. It'll be blessed. <laughs> no, that's not the end of the world. No. No, that's all right. So the knife story was in Melt. Me- where was it? In, in Germany again, yeah. Melt Festival, right? And um, uh, Greg basically just had that little flip knife and he just kept, like, suddenly he'd just be dancing and you get a little flip knife in your oh. nose with speed on it. And I remember just coming up on a pill and I, that, I was going out with Rosa and she was uh, sort of quite, like, nice. <laughs> I didn't want her to see, like, a silly side of me. And uh, just, like, coming up on a pill and I was like, yeah, Greg, give me the knife. And there's like a nice couple sitting on the beach, looking out onto the beach, having a nice romantic time. And I just like took the like went and danced in front of them, and then just like flipped the knife out. And um, they're just like looking at me like, "What the fuck, man? What the fuck?" And then I just like put the knife away, started laughing like, "Sorry, ha." Walked off, and then went back and tried to apologise. And the guy was like, stood up, like, "No, it's not fucking cool, man. It's not fucking cool." And then Greg came over like, "What has he done? What has he done?" And they're like, hey, he fucking pulled the knife out. And then Greg goes like, oh, OK. And then pulled the knife out again and flipped it. And then just, like, they both snorted speed off the knife. So it's a nice little end of the story. That is nice. I mean, the guy's right. That's a fucked up thing to do. I, from, I, I think I've heard that story before, and I feel like you were slightly more intense when you first got the flip knife out. I can't really, yeah, maybe. Probably. I thought you tried to mug him for his phone or something. I don't think I tried to mug him. Maybe I said it as a joke. Well, yeah, yeah. You still ask for his <laughs> phone with a knife at his fucking, fucking gob. I know for, from personal experience that this cunt has sold a lot of salt <laughs> pretending to be packet. We'll be going out into a club this is like, like years ago. It doesn't do it so much. It doesn't do it so much anymore. Sitting next to him at a burger van at Glastonbury and him saying to me, you got any cave? I'm going, no. And then like looking at my wallet, I haven't really got much money going like, and then just taking a flyer from the... He's sitting, like, where, where, where Steve is. Taking a flyer, making a wrap, putting salt in it... <laughs> from the burger van. Cl- closing it, and going, like, oh, yeah, mate, I found one. It's £30, please. And it's like, yeah. And then he's, yeah. Shutting tickets on the way to clubs, fucking on the way back from clubs. Yeah, terrible. I guess fucking one funny one was in Barcelona when... Um, so I was just, like, uh, really high and drunk on some shit. And uh, we went out into the country, me and someone, to get some sort of weight of um, weed to smoke and make some money whilst we were out there. And anyway, so we've gotten back on the way to a sort of party thing. I'm just, like, bagged up loads of eight balls. I'm just, like, shotting eight balls on the way to the party kind of thing. Really drunk, kind of stumbling around. And anyway, get onto this one couple or whatever, shot them an eight ball, but then it turns out to be the feds. So they're just like, you're nicked. I was just like, fuck, no, I wasn't selling it, but I was trying to give it to you, blah, blah, but it didn't go down well when I had a fucking pouch full of... I think there was only about four eight balls left. So um, so anyway, they've nicked me after I was a bit upset about it and resilient, but anyway, I kind of just gave up and was like, fuck it. So taking me down, but this is on, like, I think it must have been a Friday, and in, a, in Barcelona, the nick, like, doesn't shut. They don't let anyone out until the Monday. So if you get nicked on a Friday, you got a three-day stay. Really? Yeah, Fuck it's fucking up. shit. So we've gone in there, but I'm like one of the first guys in the cell. <laughs> and I'm there for fucking um, two and a half days. And it starts one to get bog. more and more people. One bog in this cell. Yeah, my bed was next to the bog, yeah, because, like, fucking... I, like, at, at first, this 
really fat, disgusting guy was sitting in one place. So I was like, fuck that, I'll move to the other place. But then the other place was a toilet. And then right next to the toilet, so my head was next to the fucking toilet. And this fat cunt, yeah, stayed on the toilet for about a week, not a week, sorry, a day and a half, yeah, doing fucking disgusting shits and puking and, like, kept on, like, screaming, like, I can't remember what it was, like, I think it was guard in Spanish, like, that he wants to guard or some shit. Anyway, the cell's... Filling God. up and filling up God, as in, like, God, God, you know, like, <laughs> calling the screen, like, God, like, I'll God. I Spanish, was he saying guarda? Yeah, guarda, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, fucking, um, uh, anyway, like, it starts getting more and more full and I'm meeting these really weird characters. One guy, I was, like, some little fucking Spanish gangbanger with all these crazy tattoos on his face and his front, like, of, of his hood, where he's from and the crimes that he's done and shit. Talking about tattoos with him for ages, he seemed like a cool guy, but he seemed like he would stab you if he had the chance as well. I was, And then uh, some other guy came in, like, who was this really, like, nice guy kind of thing, like, and he spoke really good English, but he was Austrian, so he spoke English, Austrian and Spanish. And I got talking to him and I was, like, trying to find out his story and he was telling me that his story was fucking... He came with his missus. He comes from a really, really wealthy family, yeah. And, um, and like... But he's, like, a bit of a black sheep in his family and when his parents died, yeah, his brother basically swindled him out of loads of fucking... loads of his inheritance and, like, just had a really fucked-up fucking relationship with, with him or whatever. So, like, cut off from his family and, like, married a hooker. So he's come to Spain with his hooker. I think she might have been Russian, who was working in Austria or something. She was some crazy mix. Um, and, uh, anyway, he's, he apparently came on holiday and fucking... When he was waiting for a coach back to Austria or whatever, like, he went out for some cigarettes and all of that stuff went. So then they apparently became just homeless in Barcelona for about two or three weeks, then started smoking crack and eventually became crack bums. But he was a nice guy, and then uh, eventually let me out, and fucking yeah, pretty much gave me a two-year suspended sentence. Took my took my shoelaces and my belt, and I had to stumble home. Fucking hell, that sounds uh, that sounds so extreme, though. Fucking what? Three nights odd in the in the Barcelona knit? I was two nights. Two nights. Yeah, and two and a half days. Fucking hell! I didn't realize that was the law. Do you reckon that's still the law? Yeah, like, it's just like the the maximum they can hold you for is like fucking. A lot of hours. Because and also over here, it's uh, it's twenty four hours maximum for sustaining a yeah, police yeah. cell without being charged. Being charged. So and, and people say that's extreme, but obviously in Barcelona, different fucking story. <laughs> they don't give a fuck in Barcelona, mate. Crime. So there you have it. The first ever episode of Crime Club. Thank you, Steve and Gerald, for telling us just a handful of your graffiti tales we recorded for about three hours there was a lot of stuff I didn't have time to use so you may well be hearing some more of them in later in the series if you want to get in touch email crimeclubpodcast at gmail.com or get at us on twitter at crimeclubpod all one word we are on the lookout for more stories for series two thanks also to Wally Drummond for this week sorting out the sound thanks to Ed Beaumont for the jingles and thanks to the fellas at Great Big Al who commissioned this podcast in the first place next week's episode is called Crack and it features a guy that used to sell crack. Please join us. Or not, it's up to you. Crime Club does not condone graffiti. It does not condone kicking coppers in the head or selling drugs, real or fake. But even if it did condone all those things, what the fuck would you do about it? See you next week.
I'm Mark Haynes, and for the last 32 years, I've been a fan of professional wrestling. My friend Pete Donaldson from the Football Ramble, he hasn't. But in our podcast, Wrestle Me, the two of us subject the greatest spectacle in sports entertainment, WrestleMania, to the kind of rigorous scrutiny that ruins it entirely. GQ called Wrestle Me enrapturing. Shortlist said it's beautiful. And it's a hit with common people, too, with well over 400 five star reviews on iTunes. Wrestle Me, available from all good podcast providers. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.